Hello, and welcome to Let Your Guard Down, a podcast with myself, Peter Corcoran, where I'll be joined each week by various guests to have an open discussion about that person's path and how they ended up where they are now, with an openness around adversity, difficulty, and challenging times, as well as the more positive experiences along the way. Today, I will be joined by online sketch comedian and fellow Navin Road native, Ryan Carrick. A funny man by nature, Ryan provides excellent insight to the world of online content dealing with online abuse and how he thrives off the responsibility of providing locals with their daily caffeine fix. A thoroughly enjoyable and insightful discussion with a man who brings joy and laughter to people's lives. This is one episode that's not to be missed. Well, Ryan, appreciate you logging on this morning. Joining me, how are things? How are you keeping? Good, good. Oh, good. Uh, living Living the dream. Like the, like the rest of us, you know? Yeah, as I said, like COVID, just, you know, very little you can be doing, really. I know we've we've talked about that on our, every time I bump into you, when you're making me a, a lovely flat white in the mornings. Um, so, in general, it's just... A, yeah, it's, it's um, that's that's probably one thing that's been keeping me sane, is, is making so many flat whites um, for, for lovely people like yourself. Um, and I suppose I'm one of the lucky ones, because I... I get to work away from home. It wouldn't really make sense if I was working from home and uh, making coffees. They'd probably, they'd probably go cold by the time people got them, if that was the case, you know? Or maybe I will. Maybe I'll set up my own coffee shop from my house, maybe just like my living room, just like hand hand them out like a little hatch at my living room window or something like that. I don't well, know, I, just something to maybe think about. I know you, you said you touched on it with the with the lads, um, and you mentioned the work from home split. Like, I personally think it's a great idea. Like I'd certainly pop down, and you can f- fire your flat whites out your letterbox along with your black cats <laughs> or whatever else you're selling. You know, yeah, and your fire yeah. <laughs> it would be there'd be an eclectic mix of different products and and services that I would provide. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a niche market there, man. I'd say you should be uh, <laughs> you should be looking at getting into that. You know, black um, cats and flat whites. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's ever done it before that's all i can say i think it's uh, definitely an it's a recipe for success <laughs> <laughs> um well no look it's um i was going to say you know you, you've been for the last couple of years doing a, a bit of sketch work comedy work and that and has has that been affected by covid out of curiosity like has that kind of put a halt to anything or is it still kind of motoring on all right or well funny enough it was kind of true during covid that i uh, built up any sort of platform for myself and I think it actually worked worked in my favour at the time especially last year um, I finished college had to finish a few weeks early because of COVID um, or at least do online classes um, for a couple of weeks and that was that was shy enough but then I finished up that and just with, the, with, with I was studying journalism in DCU and um, as part of that you have to do a, an intro programme you know an internship and I did mine with uh, balls media which does like balls at and stuff which is a sport online sports yeah. um outlet and i was actually given kind of free reign to make sketches with them which was so ideal because uh naturally enough true, true journalism a lot of people are going down the route of traditional journalism print uh, and online media and stuff and I, it just wasn't really really for me reporting the news and stuff um and it was class to be able to uh, I suppose be given um, a platform through Balls uh, that allowed me to make sketches during my internship. Like nobody else was was doing that sort of stuff. Um, 
and I think, be- but before that, I think it was uh, they knew they they knew of me because of the Joxy Turbo sketches and stuff. So that's why they yeah, kind of took yeah. me on board, and they were like, "Do it, do what you want here." And uh, so yeah, that was that was kind of like smack bang in the middle of of COVID. So that's kind of when things started to ramp up a bit. Um, so we, yeah, I suppose it has it has had a, a positive effect, and it's the same with like all all the Irish online comedians at the moment. Like they're all whacking out sketches and they're, pro- they're probably probably doing so well because of covid because there's no other sort of way for people to consume this the the comedy and stuff and the the content that these are producing um and that being said the last the last few months i've kind of been less a bit less active i suppose online um and i suppose that's because i got 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 a new job so kind of less less time for for shenanigans online shenanigans but uh, i suppose just just balancing my time um a bit better going forward and i'd be able to be able to start annoying people um with my videos again you know yeah no definitely and so like with, with the the comedy sketch like you said there you you study journalism in in, in dcu so like was that had that always been a goal like is that or like had that been the, the course you'd always wanted to go down or something along say the media line or like when you were finishing up in school or that or uh, although you went into journalism did they did the sketch work kind of just happened separately? Like I know you were making a couple of a couple of videos when you were working in Mace, like, and it seemed to just at the time be a kind of like a like a hobby, kind of just on the side for the bit mm. of crack. Um, that's certainly gone very well since. But like, had, had sketching or that kind of work always been there? Like, had it always been in the back of your head, or was it just as I said, a kind of impromptu idea that just popped up out of nowhere? Like, or how, how did it, how did it already start? Um, say. Uh, like a few years back when you did start getting into this yeah well like it's <clears throat> I always aspired to be funny but <laughs> but I didn't I didn't think like when I was younger even up until maybe six year in school I was I was quite shy like I was just like I was I was kind of like an introvert and an extrovert so to speak like I was kind of in in class I'd be quiet I wouldn't be I wouldn't be like a messer um and I feel like people, people didn't see that side of me until I actually left school. Um, so like the journalism thing, I kind of, I toyed with the idea throughout school and stuff and I was, I was good in English. And uh, I think because I was good at English, I automatically thought like, oh, I'll be a journalist. And I remember the, one of the first, I think the, the orientation day for the journalism course, one of the, one of the, the, the class, one of the, the course, um, I don't know, the course directors uh, was giving us an assembly or whatever. And they said, uh, so I'm sure a lot of people here thought during school that they, they were good in English. So they picked journalism. That's not a good enough reason to be doing this course. So I was like, all right, I probably should probably should just leave. I probably should just drop out because that was the only reason I was, I was kind of doing it. But before that, I actually, I, I, by the time I got to the end of school, I kind of bottled the idea of doing journalism or anything media related and opted to go with business for no good reason just because uh i don't know you can get a job in 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 the business sector or whatever and uh, went to mute for a year and absolutely yeah exactly exactly and that's that's that was my thought process but i hated it and there was there was no good reason for me being there and uh dropped out of that and then went back and did uh journalism dcu which was uh, a great decision because now, whether I go into uh, anything sort of journalism related, um, the course itself kind of kind of set me up for. Um, I know kind of I, the skills I, I learned were invaluable, such as 
I don't know, uh, video editing and, and audio and uh, production and stuff like that. So there, I learned, learned loads of uh, different bits that, you know, will, will stand to me going forward if I, if I choose to, um, you know, go with the, the sketch making and the, the sketch writing and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so that was great. Um, and I suppose, yeah, it, it was kind of it just the, the sketch side of things just started out as a, as a, as a hobby, as you said, um, I was posting them onto my Snapchat stories just for my friends to, to see. And I was getting good, good feedback just from, just from people I knew, you know, my friends and stuff. And, uh, it was just silly, silly sketches and silly puns from, from the shop, uh, that I was working in at the time. And, uh, which is good cracking. I love doing it. Um, but I suppose even at the time, I never thought of taking it any, any further. Um, and then I think I made, I made a, I sketched taking the piss out of lads who went to Belvo, not not specifically Belvedere, but but you know private schools and stuff, and uh, that's where the character, the the so fair lad, came from, um, and that was that was that that was the first one that I kind of posted on on Twitter that did uh, that gained any sort of traction, which was a completely uh, new experience to me. Because I've been posting them to to Snapchat, as I said, and then a couple to Instagram, and they they weren't going anywhere. It was literally just my my friends and and followers and stuff. And uh, that was the first the first time that a video uh, got any any amount of likes or whatever. And that was that was cool. And then from there, I think I think after that was it was I made a few videos with the So Fair lad. I don't know how I, I made so many videos of them, but it was, it was just the one gag. It was the the only gag was So Fair, and that was that was it. And they uh, made made four, so I got got the mileage out of that one. And then after that, I think it was it was the Joxy Turbo videos, which was which were filmed uh, in the back of the the mace. Um, and they did they did quite well on Twitter and stuff. And um, yeah, they they were kind of the first the first videos that that started to do well on on the different the different platforms. And it was literally just a case of winging it since then. Like I, I've no I've no sort of plan. I've no uh, I've no way of going about. Um, you know, deciding what to post and what what sketches uh, will do well. It's I'm I'm literally just just winging it, and it's worked. It's worked this far. I I didn't. I've ended up in situations uh, that I didn't think would come from making stupid little sketches, and yeah, it's been it's been uh, a gas gas situation I've ended up in. Well, I I now say like on the platforms and like well, I've I've known you for for a couple of years, Ryan, and followed you on like Twitter, Instagram, and that. But somebody mentioned to me last year, I think it was was TikTok, which is the new thing. Well, I'm not big into TikTok at all. I don't really know what what it's about, really. But uh, but I know I've like, seen you like, doing a few TikTok dances. Well, I don't I don't know where you've seen them, Ryan, because they're 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 private, they're oh, in house stuff. So maybe it's that's, on your... that's the only fans. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that 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 makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, now I get yeah, yeah. They're easily they're easily mixed up those things. I like, yeah, do a lot yeah, of yeah. one and the same, one and the same. You know. <laughs> yeah. my, my wires got crossed there. Yeah, potato, potato, <laughs> all that kind of thing, you know. Um, but uh, on TikTok, I know there was a particular video that was sent on to me by one of the lads with the the trousers and in, in the microwave, which is you know it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But like that that was a huge hit, I think, wasn't it? That was massive like regards the traction that that got. Like that was I think forty, forty thousand likes odd around around that or something. And like with regards your platforms that you use, would it be have you found say one like be better than the other or is there one you particularly focus on? Um I know Twitter and Instagram definitely for 
up until TikTok were definitely the two that you kind of went down. I, I don't have Facebook anymore. I don't know if you're on that. You mentioned using Snapchat. Now, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Now that TikTok has kind of come into it, has that become more of a bigger kind of a bigger platform for posting things like this? Because I do know, say, from being on it the odd time, um, when I'm not doing my OnlyFans, as you know, that uh, there's a, uh, like, it's a lot of that kind of thing, sketches, comedy, like that, that that's a lot of what goes on on that. Um, so has that become more of a prevalent kind of platform for you or what say uh, your the platforms that you use, what would be the one that you would, I wouldn't say rely on, but would be the one that you pulled in the best traction over the last couple of years? Yeah, like TikTok, TikTok's class for, I think, uh, sketch comedians and stuff like that. Like you have, um, there's a, a comedian from, from Cork, I think his name's uh, Threamy, and he's like one of the biggest Irish comedians on TikTok. And he, I think he has like 350,000 followers on TikTok. And uh, on other platforms, he's 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 not as big, um, but his, his sketches on TikTok are hilarious. But his guess that, sometimes they just don't translate well to different platforms, even, even Twitter to, to Instagram, certain types of comedy just don't, don't mix well with, uh, you know, Instagram. Well, they would, they'll do very well on Twitter. So it's strange how, how different, how videos will do, uh, differently on, on various platforms. But, uh, I suppose I got, I got into TikTok like as a, I don't know, almost as like as a, as a piss take at the start, because I was, I watched it a few videos on TikTok and I wasn't really familiar with it, but, uh, I made a, I made that trousers in the microwave video, and uh, I posted that at like eleven p.m. and didn't think anything of it because I had no uh, like zero followers, and I went, woke back up the next morning and it had maybe ten thousand likes at the time, and I thought, Jesus, this is this is piss easy, you know what I mean? To, yeah. to go viral on TikTok, but uh, yeah, like it's 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 a it's a great platform for that sort of thing, um, but I. I I have I have the largest number of followers on TikTok, but I wouldn't even say I'm most like that would be my my most prevalent uh, platform. You know, I, I think I'd I'd have to use Instagram and even Twitter more than that. Um, but as I said, like it's kind of been a a, a jumble the last the last couple of months. I haven't been as 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 sort of consistently active um, on on all of them. But I like Twitter. Twitter is the the platform that I first started to gain. Um, you know, somewhat serious traction with the with the software with the with the posh lad videos, and then the Joxy Turbo videos. Because I remember posting, I remember posting onto Instagram, um, the Joxy Turbo videos, and a few people said to me, "Post it on Twitter." And so I feel like Twitter is viewed. If you do well on Twitter, it's almost viewed um as more prestigious or something than 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 Instagram and, and TikTok. But yeah, again, like TikTok is 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 a great platform for for sketch comedians and, and sketch comedy because it's so easy to go to go viral or to go to get loads and loads of views and likes on that even if you're starting from scratch and you've no you have no likes i don't I, listen i don't know how the, the bloody algorithm works but it, it does it works in a way that i think it makes it easier for for people starting out you know yeah no and i've i kind of had a look into like tiktok when i was flicking through it and that's <clears throat> it's what I find like would say the difference like between like Twitter and Instagram is like what you see more often than not is based on what like the people you follow like and it's only going to come from their pages or their activity whereas like with TikTok you don't have to be following anybody but you can be seeing mm. videos from around the world like you know um, like and I know I haven't uh, when I first went on it I do remember one of your videos coming up and I was like I, I don't even know how to, how 
this was pulled together because I like I don't follow anyone on TikTok. Well, at the time, I might follow one or two now, but at the time, I didn't mm. follow anybody. But it's kind of just it's interesting to see how you could get much more traction from people, say worldwide on TikTok without necessarily having to do anything if you know what I mean like you don't have to go looking for people to follow you back or like you know start following them to to get their attention to look at the stuff that you're putting up like as you said you could put Mm -hmm. up something at 11 o'clock at night with little or no followers on the page and all of a sudden it's the biggest one of your biggest hits ever on across all platforms like so it's um it's quite interesting now that like to to hear to hear that because I would have I would have been in the opinion, like what you said there about Twitter, it kind of seems like more the the professional platform. I don't know, maybe it's yeah. that right. Like that if you're if you're big on that, like you're a very well respected kind of like uh personality on, on the platform. Whereas I know Instagram might be a bit more lighthearted. So but it's the, the the whole TikTok kind of way of things is it I, I find that particularly interesting because it's not something I would have looked at really that much, but it seems to be just growing and growing and growing. So like I hope the work that you're doing, maybe it is, as you said, it's another avenue that maybe you could explore and get more traction from people say outside of the follower base that you have on on the other two. So it's you know, we we, we talked about the platforms as well, and like say that's all of that is really positive, like what what's what's coming from like uh the traction you put up you know like you're, you're getting you're you're well known now you know as you said like joe or sorry balls balls that you gotta i can't get that wrong <laughs> balls that <laughs> um you know they they knew you already you know from the from the few videos you had put up they knew you and they're like oh no you can run with this and i uh, you know you did a few bits around roy kane and that like that were that were excellent like really like top-notch work but i I've never really experienced it um, on social media, but I do know a lot of people say in your field say there is a bit of a, a darker side to it where a, a lot of your work can be very, it can be like, it, there's a lot of people who will criticize the work you do regardless if they actually like it or not. I don't, there's just people out there who do that. Like if you had any particular negative experiences with videos or that you've put up or um, has it always kind of been, did it run, run swimmingly enough? Or I, I presume there has been, people maybe who have just uh you know had a go or voiced their opinions that maybe weren't weren't really wanted or warranted so just let's see i don't what know, you I don't know why you'd i don't know why you'd presume that because all my sketches are are perfectly done and there's no way anybody could have a have an issue with them to be honest but they're just your uh, they're just your other profiles that you're going on after you put up a video and you're just like ha 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 you know low part, low this part. is gas man you are is- you are so funny man you are yeah. you are hilarious yeah I just i don't know what i've made i've made so many accounts for that um but someone needs to someone needs to say it so i need to i just if no one else is gonna boost me up i need to do it myself um no i suppose like i i would be like i i haven't experienced too, anything too too crazy but i remember um when i first started doing this uh, again back to the the first videos that i posted onto twitter which were the which were the so fair lad, the Belva lad. Um, Belva lad goes to Vancouver. So I was going to Vancouver that that summer, and it, I was the sketch was basically uh, taking the piss out of Belva lads going over to Vancouver. Um, and I remember when I put that up, that again, that was like the the first video that got over like a thousand likes on anything. Um, so that was that was crazy to me. And I I feel like when, once once a, a, a you know a, like a piece of uh, creative work goes past a certain 
sort of proximity to yourself in terms of like your your social circles or whatever um and if someone like doesn't know you they're more likely to to criticize it do you know what i mean if you're putting your work out there you you're putting it out to be criticized and because it did go relatively relatively viral um compared to anything i'd done before uh i was opening myself up to that criticism and i remember because i was putting on this really obnoxious sort of uh Southside accent um i don't know if it was if it was a mix of people who were who were somewhat offended by it but then there were also the the other side was people thinking that i was serious and that's the way i i spoke or went on and i remember like uh a few a few people were quote tweeting it with with stuff like this fella should this fella needs to be banned from the internet and uh this fella should should kill himself or whatever and uh I remember being so taken aback by these comments that this the video that I'd made had had caused these people to uh I don't know feel feel strongly enough to reply or to to tweet the video at, with with negative comments like this um like this this one lad was was telling me to kill myself because because of the video I'd put up and uh I think the same the same lad I remember the same lad retweeting a couple of the other ones and saying similar stuff like jay's this lad we need to find this lad and and uh but now ban him from the internet and shit like that and i was so like i was so taken aback and so shocked by it um that i remember thinking at least like jesus i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to pack this in like there's there's no way i can i can hack this um this this criticism like it's just it's not for me i like making the videos but i'm just i'm just not up for um getting comments like this uh and i suppose like it was just that it was such a new experience to me anybody anybody who i didn't know personally uh you know reviewing my work basically do you know what i mean um and at the time i was like yeah i listen it was it was fun while it lasted but i'm gonna pack it in or at least just start just just do videos for for snapchat where people are too too afraid to say these things um <laughs> <clears throat> but I suppose it's just it, it's just a matter of getting used to it and kind of uh, realizing that people people some people just feel the need to uh, be negative about these things and have it in them to to write these uh, sort of disgusting comments and uh, listen you're like my sketches aren't going to be everyone's cup of tea and like a few people like I get comments regularly enough with people saying like ah no i'm not a huge fan of i'm not a huge fan of this fella i'm not a huge fan of ryan ryan carrick whatever um which is grant and I'm, I'm aware of that um and i suppose like that's just something i had to get used to was that like people aren't some people aren't going to like it and some people uh are are trolls and will feel the need to to write something really outrageous and, and negative online and it's something i just i've gotten better with over time and uh, eventually it doesn't it, like it doesn't it's now listen it still still would get to me if i saw that type of stuff now but uh, it wouldn't phase me as much um as i did at the start it would it certainly wouldn't stop me from putting up more videos you know because i've built up uh, a, a a decent enough following in in the the last year or so um and that obviously attests to the fact that some people uh, like what i do and so you know there's there's good and there's bad and there's certainly more good um that i've experienced anyway let's see i i like that's that's really interesting ryan because it's um 
<clears throat> sorry, excuse me, that it's, it's in, like, it's, it's incredible from your point of view that you don't internalize stuff like that, because that, that would be very kind of, especially whatever about somebody saying, right, look, this isn't really for me, but like all the best you can, you can kind of take that on board. You're, you're never going to please anybody, but for somebody to actively take the time to have a pop at you say, and that has nothing really to do with your videos. You know, it's not like the, a comment where somebody is saying you need to kill yourself really isn't, I don't know what the, what the reason behind somebody sending something like that is, but I would like to think that it's not really to do with your work. It's just a, a way of somebody getting whatever is going on with them out of their system or whatever it is, you know, as you said, is it a troll or that? But like, there's that would, I, I can imagine that that would break a lot of people. A lot of people, you know, mightn't be able for that kind of thing might be say they might have more going on in their own lives that they mightn't have the ability to see through something like that. And they might internalize comments, you know, such as, such as something as strongly fueled as, as what you've just said. And it's a credit to you to be able to kind of see, see true that you know see true that this really isn't a reflection of you or your work at all this is something that's going on with that person and it's not really anything anything to do with you as i said but <clears throat> i can imagine at the time when you were just trying to get up and get going that there would have been moments of self-doubt that you would have been like wow like this is this is really heavy duty work like say if somebody is going to be tweeting that kind of thing back or sending me direct messages on instagram saying stuff like that like whatever about as we said oh this isn't great or it's not really for me like it's fine you can you can take that on board but for somebody to just to to be so full of whatever that is like hate and inherently tell a person who was just doing something that they enjoy doing to go and kill themselves just is is something that I, I don't know if I'd personally be able to, to to take that on. I think that would be, and there might only be one of them comments, like you said, and you could have 999 comments where they're like, ah, oh, brilliant work, like fair play to you, you know, keep it going or whatever. Uh, but that's all it needs. But if you're seeing somebody like that doing that, maybe regularly, it's only one comment per video. It, it would stick with a lot of people. So I'm just, I, I'm curious to see, like, say how you, like, would you have taken a step back and, as you said, maybe looked at the, the bigger picture being, like, and broken it down? Like, the, you must have had a good support network. I, I know you, as I said, from from around the area and the, the lads that you have, are, uh, your mates are very, very supportive of you. Um, well, I presume they're your mates. Like, you know, they... Nah. I left them behind when I gained uh, internet fame. So it's just, yeah. kind of, it's just me. Yeah, it's kind uh, of... Your I might... <laughs> Go on. Yeah, I might add, actually, the bloke, the bloke who... Uh, one of the blokes I remember uh, who was giving me give me this stick when I made the Joxy Turbo videos he ended up following me on Twitter so um, I don't know if I was just playing to the, the wrong audience uh, with the So Fair Lad videos but he ended up following me so I must have been doing something right might have, changed, might have, might have had a change of heart but um, yeah I suppose that like having a good support network is is extremely important like you know I I confided in a few people at the time. I was like, "Jesus, like, look at look at look at this! I can't like this is this is outrageous! I can't I can't put videos up if this is the the sort of um, reaction I'm gonna get." And uh, like, I remember my friends being like, "That's hilarious that they felt the need to to post that." Like, that's I hope like you just shouldn't take that to to heart because, as you said, like it's something it's something inherently wrong with them i think you know they they obviously have um their own issues and uh if you if you're writing comments on videos like that or anything on on twitter or instagram whatever for on people you don't know personally 
um you know you, you obviously have to sort something out in your own life um and i feel like yeah i was i was getting uh gas up by my, my friends and family saying like no your your videos are are good you shouldn't take these things to, to heart and um i suppose that re- the reinforcement there that um that what i was doing was uh was good and it didn't it absolutely didn't warrant these negative comments that that did help get that sort of mindset uh, help me get that mindset that um that's just the way it is you but you still have to kind of do your own thing and um, there's going to be there's going to be haters out there and um listen that's life like it doesn't take away from the fact that uh you're making funny content or whatever like that you know um and that that did go a long way to help me keep making videos you know yeah, no, and absolutely. And I, I think it's great that you, like you, even just listening to you talking here, you've got that kind of, you've got it straight in your own head that like because it's, it's probably something as you said you, you're never going to be able to avoid that. Like even if you're 10, 15 years down the line and you're one of the best online sketch comedians like ever to have existed, you're going to have years down the line. Sorry, like maybe even three. Sorry, I was being a bit. You know, that, that's I could understand. Sorry, I was being modest saying five. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's it, it but it's it's something like as you said that you've accepted i think nearly like you, you're nearly like right if i want to do something that i really love which is this um i'm gonna just have to put up with this is gonna be here you know and i'm gonna just have to go through it and i it, i'm gonna have to find a way of dealing with it myself which is which is brilliant that it, it seems just as i said from chatting to you here now you have that you have that mindset or that kind of strategy that if something like that happens you know like right maybe I'll just, if I am having a, a wobble or a moment of self-doubt, you can confide in people or you can, you know, you can look back over your previous videos and see how well they have done despite all of that. So like that's, that's really kind of admirable to hear because as I said, it's a, it, that's, I, I think that's a very thin line that could go either way. If you get bad enough traction on one video, it could just be like, as you said, right, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. I can't, I can't take that kind of level of, of, of hatred or heat coming at me for for absolutely no reason which is the thing you know what i mean it's not like you're putting up something that's you know incredibly offensive or like really really dark like it's just it's lighthearted humor that mightn't be for everybody but it's not something that's so like massively like wrong or morally or ethically wrong that it needs comments like that now well i don't think anything ever needs comments like that but yeah, no, it's just I, I think it's I think it's great because I, I thoroughly enjoy your work. So it, it's something that I I would I would have been I would have been devastated to hear if you had of if a comments like that had to maybe finish your work and you were like right I'm not going to do this anymore. So like no, it's great, right? And it's I think people would take a lot from that hearing how to kind of like break through maybe those little barriers because I think those barriers were always going to be there. It's just until you hit them, they don't really become real, you know. And then once they're there and once they're right in front of you, you just you figure out a way to to get through it. So so it's brilliant and i suppose yeah like a, another way of looking at it, it would be that if you're getting comments like these you're, you're almost doing something right because you've you've reached a, a wide enough audience um that you've you've even you know you've you've ruffled a few feathers of, of some random bloke behind his behind his laptop or his phone um and it, yeah as i said like when you when you get past i feel like people more are more likely to criticize when you when you get past a certain sort of I don't know, like a like a, a social circle, almost from your, uh, when you're when you're reaching random people with your with your work, um, you know, I, I suppose it's it's just it's 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 a nice way of looking at that if if people are 
uh, willing to leave negative comments it means that they've that you've you've reached a, a big enough audience with your work you know yeah no and it's it's as i said it's uh it it nearly is like it's, uh, you're getting that level of comments because that's the kind of level you're at yourself you know what i mean like it's not just yeah exactly. in, in between a little social circle like on snapchat with your with your group of friends like you're exactly yeah like you're quite well known around the country right like i'm nearly sure like you know there's a lot or maybe am i am i being am i being again am i being a bit too you know i should be maybe singing singing the praises higher like tiktok maybe I, should say maybe they, yeah maybe maybe worldwide i don't know worldwide, worldwide beyond that maybe i don't know worldwide excluding yeah. the usa and canada maybe something like that we could break it break yeah it down I, don't, a little bit more. I don't even want to break into those markets just yet but uh yeah i'll take it i'll take it so going forward now as i said like and after speaking to you here you you've you've got a good setup you know your your, your mind's in a good place regards um maybe the more negative experiences that you pick up on on social media and online you're you're working again i know i know you're working and you you're working quite long hours say um what's the do you have a plan going forward as you said is it kind of to wing it still is there anything lined up um or you know have you uh with the journalism part i know you finished college now have you looked at say going down a different road like like with work or is it kind of just you're happy out um i know covid makes it very difficult to to kind of make any sort of real traction yeah. it's everything's a bit up in the air but just curious to see like where, where you are now like going forward or well maybe it could be flat whites and black hats at the letterbox as we said before but um <laughs> just, flat whites flat whites and black hats and then making sketches about it that's that's the dream that's, there that's the dream yeah absolutely and um, uh, yeah look it's it is a weird it's such a it's such a weird time um at the moment i still i still struggle to to believe it's real life you know at the, at the moment with, with everything that's going on but um yeah like i finished college last year um did that internship and i was working with them for a few months afterwards and it just kind of ran its course and then i yeah, got the got the job in the coffee shop which i actually love i kind of always wanted to to get involved in 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 coffee and uh so I love coffee, man. I'm just uh, don't talk to me until I've had my morning coffee, um, and that's that's been great. It's been it's been it's been lovely because I I crave something that involved a bit of human interaction, which I missed for yeah. you know since since April last year, and um, because I'm such a such a social butterfly, um, I just I just crave attention actually more than anything, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's been the case the last the last few months, and it's actually been it's actually been lovely, um, because. Uh, you know, people coming in to get their their coffee at the moment, or they tend to be in a good mood, um, because it's the highlight of their day. So it's, yeah. I, I feel I feel important <clears throat> providing that outlet for people, you know, um, and uh, yeah, it's, it, but it the sort of downside to that is because I'm working more or less full time, it has been tough to kind of balance my time and and find time for for writing and making making sketches and stuff, um, but listen, it's it's a it's an adjustment period and what i love doing is is making sketches and uh having the crack and and putting stuff out there so um i'm working on working on finding that balance uh that i'll be able to do that consistently and um get back get back making videos and stuff and long term i think i'd love to love to keep going with this and you know get more serious with it and you know do look at look at doing stand-up gigs and stuff like that look at doing shows um live, live podcasts maybe maybe my own podcast down down the line and um, it's a very original idea and um, podcasts and um, the, the market is 
is fairly open there. There's not 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 very saturated at the moment. But uh it's almost like working in a coffee is, shop. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. One and the same. I'll make a podcast about working in a coffee shop. Um <laughs> but yeah, that's that's kind of long term plans. Like at the, like I can all it's it's very easy to say, obviously, but I feel like at, at this stage if COVID hadn't happened, you know, uh I would have done I would have done some some stand up gig, um, but it wasn't to be. But listen, as I say, yeah, very easy to say. Maybe I maybe I would have bottled it, but who knows? I can I can always just say I can always say yeah, would have done it, would have done, would have sold out. Uh, I don't know, um, the Workmans or something maybe. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, got, listen, you've got COVID there now. You could just be like, ah, look, yeah, you know, yeah, out of what my control. Been? What could yeah. have been? Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I would have, I would have. I absolutely would have. But like, um, you'd be 60, 60, 70 years old serving flat whites of people and you'd be like, I tell you, if it hadn't been for COVID, you know, I would, this is what I would have been doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm selling flat whites and black hats out my letterbox. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I'd love to, even even maybe by the end of the year, uh, do something like that. Um, and I have a few other, other kind of pipe dreams that I'd love to get the ball rolling on. Um, and hopefully, hopefully this year and next year is is the year for that. And I'd love to. I I'll probably go back to go back to college at some stage. Um, looking at moving moving to London maybe when it's when it's safe to do so. So there's a few different things that I'd I'd love to, I'd love to get get started on. Um, but but COVID, so I can't can't do it now because COVID. So uh, you can't do it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> There's a few bits there that you've touched on um, that and just actually when you said about working in the coffee shop that I found particularly interesting because I wouldn't have, uh, especially like I'm, I'm working from home myself and it's only like say, I, I never thought about that from say actually working in, in somewhere like like a coffee shop that it's not so much working like say in a, in a supermarket or that kind of thing. Like there actually is human interaction there like and people will stop in and they'll have a chat with you and that's something I think that's huge, like, you know, because so many people are starved of any sort of social interaction face-to-face that coming down to and stopping in for two minutes having a coffee. And, and you're probably right because it will be the highlights of, of a lot of people's day. Now, I'd say the fact that they're getting it from you as well is probably adding to that, you know, like they obviously know, like, this is, <laughs> we're getting a coffee from Ryan. Like, you know, it's not just the coffee. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, that, that's, I, and I know, look, obviously you're you're because you are working somewhere like that you do have to have your your procedures in place for for safety mass wear and all that kind of thing but the to be able to talk to people like that say on a daily basis must be doing wonders for you even as well as it is for the other people because that's something that's been completely wiped out in the last 12 months you know any meeting i'm doing now is uh is a zoom meeting you know with you're just talking to a camera all day like that's and it's you do miss that a lot um and little things like that like say getting a coffee and all just are are just they work wonders even if it is only five ten minutes just to see somebody uh different outside of your house for as i said five ten minutes and just have a chat so like i i i never actually took that took that on board like how that must actually be as i said very good for you it must be it must be like especially i, I knowing you like you are quite a social person that that's just something that it, it, it's an outlet for you for the time being anyway until like life absolutely. does go back to normal and you can mix with people properly but that's yeah, like yeah absolutely that's the way I was looking at. It. Yeah, it, it, you know, I I did want to work uh, in some capacity with 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 coffee and in a coffee shop and stuff. Um, in the meantime, and um, yeah, I feel like there was kind of a, a lull in my brain almost from like lack of lack of uh, socialising, and I feel like the 
the cogs in my brain started to turn when I when I started working in the coffee shop. Just just I feel like I get my my inspiration and uh, you know that sort of thing from from people from from like mad characters that might come into the shop and stuff. It was the same in 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 the shop I worked in, um, and that's how I I made some of the like the Joxy Turbo videos and some of the sketches I was doing from there and taking inspiration from that. So the same thing, same thing with the with the coffee shop and um, it's it's been it's been nice and it's kept me it's it's been a godsend and that is it's kept me kept me sane, you know, being able to have the crack with people coming in and I know there is that that sort of constant uh, looming. Uh, presence of of COVID and you know keeping distance, all the the safety uh, procedures and all that. But even that aside, it's still it's still um, it's still it still has kept me sane um, throughout the last couple of months, and I've been I've been grateful for it to be honest. Yeah, no, that's and it it is it's absolutely brilliant. And again, like as you said, you can you can cross over. There might be a couple of interesting interesting heads that pop into that shop that you'd be like, maybe I could maybe you can make something to spin off on this or yeah, whatever. You, you've been in a few times. Oh, I, I'm just waiting for the video you put up of me <laughs> <laughs> in an OnlyFans capacity or whatever you're going to do, whatever spin you'll take on that. Um, but um, <laughs> it's no look and and the work, like as you said, you, you're, you're finding that balance now. We're working full time and still making your sketches and, and the goals that you have say further down the line it sounds like well they're quite they're quite broad you know what i mean like be it go to london be it do like a stand-up gig of uh, of some capacity or whatever like that like it's all it all sounds really positive going forward and you kind of that you you seem quite open to maybe you're, you're not completely tied down like total vision one avenue like you seem quite open to maybe exploring different ways of working with this which is great. Like, yeah. I, I like I I really I really wish you all the best with it because I, I you know I I thoroughly enjoy your work and I I even more like thoroughly enjoy stopping in for my coffee from Ryan. You know, and <laughs> the way the way you put hand me that lid for the flat whites there, just yeah, yeah, it's absolutely that's, yeah. that's the hardest that's thing. The skill, co- man. Making the coffee, making the coffee is is the easy part. Picking out picking out individual lids from the from the basket with a with a small pair of tongs. That's um that's the real trick and it took me it took me three months to to master that the latte art came second yeah yeah because you've got like you know you've got a small lid you've got a flat white lid you've got a medium lid you've got a large lid you know like which one is that's and you have to be thinking about that like you know very quickly you've got to make your decision absolutely it's it's, it's I, tough and and one of these days i'm going to hand you a flat white and there's going to be a black hat in it and that'll be gas <laughs> i'll get a video of that and i'll post it that'll be a video yeah you can use for that <laughs> of me that might that might that might uh, warrant some some negative some negative comments actually maybe a few you know but uh, I, I wouldn't think i think people in general will find that quite funny yeah yeah, yeah. more good than bad i'd say <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, look, Ryan. Um, I think you know this is. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed this morning. Um, I, I I love chatting to you. You're always you're always you're always a great fun. Um, and just so like while, while we're here, just for people maybe who uh, who don't follow you or you know don't follow your work, say is Twitter, Instagram, TikTok are they the best platforms to to reach you on? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. That's 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 it. Uh, you can you can find me on all three of those. Um, at the Ryan Carrick. Uh, so that's that's the Ryan Carrick. 
Okay, because I am the Ryan Carrick. Yeah, the, the, the right. <laughs> not what a Ryan Carrick. <laughs> no not what a Ryan Carrick's in the If war. there is, yeah. if there is another one, they're a fake and a fraud. Yeah, they're just they're just ripping off his account. That's all they're doing. If anyone yeah. has it, any other Ryan Carricks are just yeah, they're they're frauds. There's trolls. They're probably the trolls. The other Ryan Carricks are the ones firing. Those yeah, 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 yeah. Can't deal with you. But look, Come full uh, circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but look, um, I'm sure. Look, I'll be down today to for a coffee. Now I know you're off today, but I'm sure. I'll, I'll pop in I'll pop in the odd time and look yeah, make sure you have the camera set up for, for when my hand blows off when I go to take a, a sip of me my flat white and I uh, the black hat <laughs> the black hat then does, does what it's does what it was meant to do um, but uh, <laughs> look Brian it's been great really appreciated you having you on and thanks so much for taking time out of your busy day I'll let you get back to your it was it Desperate Housewives and Call of Duty is that that's your Desperate Housewives and Call of Duty yeah that's yeah. it that's it uh, thank you so much for for having me on this has been uh, a lovely change of pace for me and um i'm looking forward to to listening back because um i'm a narcissist so <laughs> <laughs> you could be you could be you could be criticizing my work now as much you could be, you could be that fan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks amelia peter cheers Ryan. appreciate it so many thanks to ryan for coming on and sharing his story a gentleman in every way Ryan can be found on social media platforms under the username DRyanCarrick. His content is something I would highly recommend checking out if you are ever in need of a good lighthearted laugh. That's the end of today's episode, but I will be back next week as usual with another episode of Electric Art Down. I look forward to seeing you then.